Again, Doc and GM show. We're back. Gonna break down the NBA's week that was and what a crazy week it was. I am GM along with my partner, the Doc. What's up? It's Dr. Rip. Uh, uh, Doc, tell us, tell, before we get into this crazy week that was, tell the people where they can find us. They can find us at YouTube, Doc and GM. NBA review and also on SoundCloud, Doc and GM NBA review. So and that's spelled D O C A N D G M. Let's get into it, man. Right. Uh, wow, what a week. Uh, I guess we, I want to start with the trades, needless to say. Man, you got to start. With uh, the if trade. I'm not mistaken, I was just watching the game on television. They were saying that it was the most significant trade deadline uh, moves made in the last 30 years. Right. And uh, I've been watching basketball for just a little bit longer than that. I'm saying ever, but we'll go with the 30 years. Uh, Cleveland made the biggest moves. A whole lot of teams made some moves. Cleveland made the biggest move. Let's go there. <laughs> Let's uh, go. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say what I had reported, and then if, if I'm incorrect, straighten me out. Okay, that's right. All right, I got Cleveland acquires Rodney Hood. Yep. George Hill. Yep. From Sacramento. Uh, Utah. 
was it Utah? Yeah. Okay, Utah. Uh, okay, I see. I see from Utah. Right. And then the rights to some other guy. I'm not sure of his name. Uh, Utah receives in return from Cleveland Jay Crowder. Right. Derrick Rose, which they're expected to waive, and we'll get into that a little bit later. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, in that swap, I guess, what, Sacramento? So who's Joe Johnson playing for? Joe Joe ended up in, well, he got traded from Utah. He was from part of Utah. That he was part of that. So he went, but he instead of going to Cleveland, he gets in a three-way deal. He goes to Sacramento. Right. And then Shumpert goes from Cleveland to Sacramento. Sacramento. Right. Along with, uh, I guess, Sacramento also got Miami's uh, 2020 second-round pick. Right. And then the rights to some other person in cash. Right. Man, mind-boggling. Okay. Now, uh, Cleveland also sends Dwayne Wade to Miami. Yep, home. He's going home. Went back home. Wade County, back in full effect. And basically, well, uh, there's another guy that's uh, kind of running that county right now, so I don't know if it's going to be Wade County. So we'll see. Okay, we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, and so they got. So Miami got. I don't think he'll be running it, but it's always been Wade County. They like, they, they like will. Even when LeBron was there, it was they, still Wade. County. They will, and they did. Excuse me. Not necessarily the best player, but like. For the heart of the fans, if you ask a real Miami Heat fan who they would put, who, who's their guy in Miami? It's D Wade. It's not. Le, it wasn't LeBron when he was there. They respected what he did and helped the, them get them chips. But it was still Wade County. Like, it's I, a lot of Heat fans that got a lot of love for Dwayne Wade. I I don't think you know how much they love that guy. No, no, no. I'm not disagreeing with that. Because I, so, I was getting ready to say they, 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 they will, and I think he's already had a home game, and they have welcomed him right. back with open arms. But I don't know that I dis, I, I think I disagree with you that when LeBron was there, it was Wade, Wade County. No, I think, I think, I think Wade, I think uh-huh. Wade relinquished Rights to say sure, but like as the the heart of the fan base, like not necessarily as the best player or the alpha dog on the team, but like is that that uh the soul of the team kind of thing. You Darnus Haslam, he's part of that too. So, but anyway, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He's they, it's a package deal. Yeah, anyway. yeah both of those guys, yeah. Miami legends, like both said, of them. We won't we won't go there. We won't go. You there. don't think they're both Miami legends? No, I know they're both Miami legends, That's but what, what I'm, I'm saying, saying is, when LeBron was there, it was not Wade County. I'm just that's my thought. Because well, he he relinquished it. But anyways, all right. So all right. Uh, I, I feel you. We'll carry on. So I think that was it, right? No, no, you the, forgot the big part. Oh, of that's the right. Trade. That's right. <laughs> we, we go to L.A. We go yeah. to L.A. for another part of the trade, right. where. Uh, Isaiah Thomas, mm-hmm. Jay Crowder. No, 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 no. Channing Fry. Channing Fry. Straighten me out then. I ask you to straighten me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check okay, it. Okay, here we go. Isaiah Rose Thomas, Channing Fry. Rose and Crowder. D. Rose and, and Crowder. Jay Crowder went to Utah. That's right. So I say Isaiah Thomas, Channing Fry. Went to L.A. Cleveland's first round pick. Yes. Not, 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 not the Brooklyn know. pick. Yeah, Cleveland owns 
at that time two two picks, but now right. we only have one. But they kept Brooklyn's pick, which which perceivably was going to be better. Right. So Cleveland, they got That's a lot okay. of picks. All right, all right, all right. So they said, and then they and then in return, Cleveland gets Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance Jr. Right. So so Cleveland gets rid of six players. Six and get back four. And the and the six players that they got rid of were D Rose, mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas, yep, Jay Crowder, yep, Shumpert, yep, and D Wade. D Wade, oh, that's right, Channing Fry and Channing Fry. Get back Larry Nance, Larry Nance Jr., Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson from the Lakers, and then um, they get uh, from Utah. George Hill yep. and, Rodney, and Hood. Rodney Hood, the phone slapper. Yeah, the phone slapper, exactly. So they got younger for sure. Yeah, more athletic. Uh, Yet still a veteran in George Hill with uh, some Eastern Conference Finals appearance back in his Indiana days. Absolutely, and with some, with some, with some defensive San ability. And San Antonio as well. Sure, sure, mm-hmm. sure. No, he's a seasoned veteran. He's yeah. the, he, was the, he was the only 30-year-old, I think, that the that, – Cleveland received. Yeah, uh, everyone else were was in their are, are yeah. in their twenties. So no, he's a he's a savvy veteran that that's going to help them, and he helped them tonight uh, demolish uh, their the seemingly Celtics, closest yeah. foe in the East at this point, uh, the Celtics. So no, he's going to help. Them, he's going to help them. He's going to help them big. Uh, he can't. He's not a scorer, but he can score. George Hill. Yeah, and he can definitely play D. Like you say, he's he's no he's been in some systems. So no, they they got they got they got more athletic. You feel they got better. Yeah, because they, I mean, defensively, se- yeah. seemingly on paper, yeah. it looks like they got better, yeah. because uh, you got you're getting rid of an older D Wade, yeah. unfortunately, an older and hurt, often hurt D Rose, yep, uh, which never has been known for def- defense. Isaiah, definitely not Man. known for defense, and he's still he's not known for offense right now. He had a good game uh, last night, his first night in L.A. But he's been struggling since he came back from that hip. Injury. Well, he chalked that good game up to being free. Yeah. And so, okay. uh, you know, it, I don't know if that's code for I can get I can do what I want a little bit more. I, I have the ball a little bit more. It could be that. But uh, they like throwing shade, man. LeBron threw a little shade about, you know, said for the first time this season they played with focus or something after they won beat the Celtics tonight. So, you know, it's a lot of as they say. Shade throwing going on right now between between a lot of those guys. Well, to me, that's just LeBron being LeBron because mm-hmm. I read an article or, or not, I didn't read an article. I saw a headline the other day where LeBron was saying there was to be no shade yeah. thrown. I saw that on any of his former players, yeah. and uh, as we watched at the end of the game and talked about, uh, he couldn't wait to throw shade. That is the first thing he did. Yeah, he questioned those guys. Uh, Effort. Basketball IQ, yeah, basketball focus. IQ, focus, yeah. So, uh, but again, that's LeBron being LeBron. Well, in my, you in know, my opinion. too, he's also got to kind of pick up the new guys. You know, pump them full of confidence. So, you know, maybe by saying that, it's no shade intended because he's just trying to help. Maybe raise raise a reprove upon the psyche of the new guys, make them feel welcome, make them feel like he feels like. They've already stepped in and did something the last crew couldn't do. So, psychological games, man, all the way around. He's dissing people and raising people up in one move. Sure. Again, LeBron being LeBron. <laughs> so, so do you think it helps them? I, mean, I think that, again, I, I say yes overall. They're better than they were. Does it help them uh, become better than Golden State, in my opinion, right now? Right. I don't 
think so, but no. we'll have to see about that. I mean, it, I feel last week this time, I didn't feel they could make it out of the East. I do feel that with this change, they can, but I, it's nowhere close to dealing with Golden State, like for me. As a matter of fact, in that game tonight. And even still, I still feel Toronto's playing well that they still got a very good shot. But that LeBron guy is, as we know, pretty formidable. Yeah, you know, the last few weeks we've been talking Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. Is it time for them to go? Is it Or is, uh-huh. have they met their father time, as it were? Mm-hmm. Uh, and most people, I think you were one of them saying yes. Uh, I was saying, I don't think so until you beat them. Right. I'm not going to bet against them. Uh, I guess I'm still going to say that right now. So you say they, they they can, will, what, will you stand by your statement? Because it's a, it's a different team now almost. I mean, half the guys, it's a 12, 13-man roster. Okay, right. <laughs> right. right. So, the president said it. I can say it too. Okay, so then do, you, uh, do, they, do, they, do they get out? Um. I mean, Cleveland get out of the East. I watch, watching them to, tonight. I say yes because they're they're going to be stronger defensively. Yeah, and LeBron's good enough that if he has people that he doesn't have to take control over both ends, which is what he was having to do previously. He was having to score and be a, a all defensive type player, which at this point he's he's not quite. At least he hasn't with those other guys he's playing with. So. They help him a lot on defense, which allow him to do a lot more offense, and he can carry a team over a Boston like he did tonight or Toronto. Scary moment in tonight's game uh, when they played Cleveland on national television. You mean Celtics? Or, uh, excuse me, yeah. Well, Cleveland played the Celtics, I should say, should have said. Uh, where LeBron bumped knees, driving to the hole, he got called for an offensive foul. All right. He not only left the game, uh, left the court, uh, went to the locker room for some time. He ended up coming back. Played well on his return, but uh, you know that, that that's one of the things that has helped LeBron become as great as he has been through the years. Right, is no that injuries. No injuries. Yeah, 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 yeah. no injuries. And so, uh, little t- little tense moment. I, I, I wonder. He received treatment. You know, on the on the bench, they were you know massaging him, probably yeah. doing some electro stimulus kind he'll of probably, stuff. He'll probably rest the next game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Another thing about this trade, though, is that it helps them in the event that LeBron doesn't come back, which is still a possibility because he still hasn't con- hasn't committed to coming back to Cleveland. We know that, right? And and I said, you know, we talked about this whole Cleveland situation last week that, you know, if he were tradable, that might be a move because he's given them no assurances that he's coming back. They're playing around with that first-round pick. They maybe could trade it, but, you know, they were caught in a bad situation with that and not knowing LeBron or what he's going to do next year. So I think it helps them because they get younger. They keep that Brooklyn pick. Um, I think on the flip side of that, it helps L.A. if they decide to try to sign LeBron next year, which has been rumored that that's what they want to do. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they just, you know, in a lot of ways, they they freed up a lot of money. Sure. Because because if you look at it, you know, they weren't going to be able to get rid of Luau Dang or your boy Brooke Lopez, and those are some big contract kind of guys, and they're trying to free up money to get 
Paul George and LeBron next year. So I thought it was funny that Cleveland, knowing this, would pretty much help L.A. be in a position to pull it off and that actually help maybe improve their team at the same time. So I thought that was silly, but I thought it was silly when they traded with uh, the Celtics for that Kyrie deal. So they're, they're making some silly moves in some ways, but we'll see how it pans out. Well, the only, I don't know if I agree with everything you said. Part mm-hmm. of the thing, one of the things I might disagree on is where you said it helps them if LeBron leaves. Yeah. I think if LeBron leaves and he, well, just put it this way. I think if LeBron leaves, they could have used, out of all those players they got rid of, an Isaiah Thomas. Now, again, he didn't fit well. Well, his contract's expiring. Right. And they don't, I don't feel they wanted to pay what he's about to come ask for this year. Especially seeing what he's done in these first fifteen games, it's like how do you get how do you pay that? What I was gonna say is mm-hmm. he didn't fit well. Yeah. That that was clear. Right. They didn't bring him. They didn't bring him in thinking that he wasn't gonna fit well. They brought him in thinking they that he was gonna fit well. Right. And so uh, all of those guys. Oh, 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 had he fit well, he probably wouldn't have got the Brinks truck situation that he was asking for. When he was in Boston, mm-hmm. but they probably would have. They, if he had he played well, they would have gave him something. They would have offered him something. Sure. And so there's that. So I again, that that that's my thinking on that. But did they did they clear the way for the Lakers? Absolutely. Uh, was it kind of crazy that they cleared the way for the Lakers? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but they got some younger players. But again, if 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 LeBron leaves. That that's Orlando, that's Utah. Oh yeah, for sure. It's the process is all on. That's what I'm saying. That's that's. But what I mean, I'm they don't. It's, it's it's even worse than that because I mean they don't have they they have they a have pick. Brooklyn's pick. That's one pick. Because yeah, it's, it's supposed to be a pretty pretty good draft. I got you. So is it, it are they good? Is it is there a LeBron in this said, said draft? Let the look tell it. I, I don't really know, man. I don't. I just, just I find about them when they start to play. To be honest. Yeah. But from what I've heard, it's supposed to be a pretty deep draft, and there there's some big time talents out there. That's why that's why this Brooklyn pick is so huge. So, well, I mean, we'll see. Right. It's, I mean, it's they're, they're, it's seemingly huge. I mean, it's got, it's got a lot of potential. Right. Uh, so it, there was a bunch of other trades. Chicago sent some people some places. Uh, New York sent some people some places. Charlotte sent people places. But the only other thing that I saw really significant as far as trade was uh, Jameer Nelson going first to the Bulls right. and then to, uh, excuse me, Detroit, uh, where they're guard light and, they, and, and big heavy right now. Uh, does that help them get into the playoffs? No. Wow, man said no. Marginally, maybe. I mean, he's another guard. He's a capable ball handler. He can shoot the three. Um, so he definitely helps, but... Um, where are they in the playoff picture? They're what ninth they? right now. Uh, behind uh, a team that's playing pretty well. Philadelphia. Yes. Yeah, so, no, I don't think he's – I don't know, man. That's tough. I mean, I would like to think Blake could help them, but they've lost two in a row. I'm not inspired by that team. And if Jameer Nelson is what you're relying on, then good luck with that. 
Well, basically, those. Well, I guess what they're relying on is those bigs can't get the ball to themselves. And Jameer's been known to get the ball to to a big man. Yeah. Uh, so. But Philly's playing well. Miami's playing well. Miami's slumping. They, remember last week oh, we talked about correct. them? They were third and fourth. Now correct. they're what? So that's the, that's 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 the thing. That's Somebody else saying. is gonna have to fall off. So yeah. then Miami's gonna have to keep mm-hmm. sliding. I, I just don't know if Jameer Nelson. If things carry on like they are, I don't think Jameer Nelson is a big enough difference maker to push okay. Detroit into the playoffs. I got you. I got you. Well stated. So, uh, also with, with, with trade, not so much trade, there was a movement. So, we yeah. talked about D-Rose. Uh, oh, right. He got, he, he got traded, and uh, he was sub- subsequently waived. And so the first report I saw was that his old coach, uh, Tom Thibodeau, was interested in him. Of course he is. Uh, he wants to get the band back together. And he then... talking about Joaquin Noah by the end of the season. Wait. Well, Joaquin's <laughs> releasable. That's what I'm so, getting at. Wait. But anyways, uh, but then I, the last report I saw today on NBA.com was that the Wizards were uh, apparently interested in the ex-MVP. Any thoughts there? He won't help them either. He he wait, he won't help. Okay, not get I, over the top. I went. He'll help them as a team, but then all of a sudden I say, "Oh, they added D Rose. They're the favorite for the East." Nah, he don't help them like that. I don't believe. Okay, if they pick him up, mm-hmm. you still see them. He, he doesn't move the needle in 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 any he doesn't help him get them out of a different round they they are like for me right now mm-hmm. even playing they've been playing well well they were playing well without John Wall they right. kind of dropped a couple here mm-hmm. but there's for me they're still not even that top 3 pecking order like i can't see them beating cleveland no. boston or toronto okay. with or without Derrick rose okay. he he doesn't push them over that Okay. Uh, all right. I, I, I guess I want to agree with you, but I, I guess I want to disagree with you wrongly. <laughs> in that only, only because you know we, I mean, God, remember when he was just a few years ago? I guess those injuries take a toll, and that was a while I mean, ago. So yeah. yeah, you're probably right. You're probably really right. I mean, he was just checked out and disappearing on Cleveland just yes, a month ago, man. Yes, like, we did talk about that. How soon we forget? It's not, it's not him physically. It's, it's, it's well, I guess him. it's a ball. I guess it's probably well, it is. It's all the way around. Yeah, he's had a rough go of it with these injuries. All right. So another move that was made was uh, uh, your Hawks. Yep. Just released Marco Bellinelli. Here's your money. You can go. Uh, he has no usefulness to us. Not as a basketball player, but just they are trying to lose ball games. Okay. And Marco can sometimes help you win ball games. So that's problematic for them, and so they release him. Here's your money. You can go home. Go and instead go. of going home, uh, apparently the Sixers, uh, are, 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 are the eighth-place Sixers, who are playing pretty well these days, uh, and B's playing in back-to-backs. Uh, he had a little scare last night where he, uh, he left the game, but he came back in and played well. Uh, does Bellinelli help the Sixers? Yes. Mm-hmm. And see, this goes back to when you just asked me about Detroit, right? Okay, okay, so okay. They, they, Detroit picks, it's the, the arms race. So okay. Detroit picks up Jameer Nelson. Right. He helps a little, but not a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Philly picks up Marco Bellinelli. He helps a little, not a whole lot. So it's a push. 
So does he help him? Yes. He helps him enough that Jameer Nelson getting picked up by Detroit doesn't matter. He'll knock down some open shots. He'll play well. I've, I've been watching, and you've watched, I know, a lot of Philly. Yeah. And he'll play well. Yeah. They get some good looks from three. Yeah, he's going to get some great looks. So he helps them. And that's why they'll maintain a place in uh, pace into the pe- playoffs. And Detroit might not unless Blake goes MVP. Okay, so does the that you say the it's a push uh-huh. uh, each Bellinelli to the Sixers, uh-huh. Jameer Nelson to Detroit. Right. You say it helps them a little bit. Yes. Does it help Detroit? Well, first we'll go Sixers. Does it help the Sixers move from eight up to seven, quite possibly, six, quite possibly? Well, then we get to that other move, Dwayne Wade to Miami. Does he help stabilize that? I believe he does. He'll help stabilize them, energize the, them in a homecoming type fashion. So they should maintain their pace into the playoffs too. Does he? So he once again he outweighs or equals. What Marco brings to the table, who also outweighs or equals what Jameer Nelson did brings to the table. So you say, you're saying you're saying the biggest jump. Everybody gets a jump. You say Miami at seven gets a jump, <clears throat> or uh, uh, Philly at eight uh-huh. gets a jump, and Detroit yep. at nine gets a jump. Yep. But they're all push jumps. Yep. So you're saying it stays the same for now. <clears throat> I mean, it's I all say, about clicking. I say, I say, Philly gets the best jump from from getting Marco. Yeah, I mean, because it, that's also the only the only reason I think that Miami is ahead of Philly and wins is because Embiid set out several games. True, and I so he's made. I I think they they they've come to the decision conclusion that he's going to be. Playing more, and so with him playing more, I think they're going to win more. Yeah, and so uh, X factor, right? Yeah, and so again, when he plays, like you, what what some of the, one of the things that helps him thrive is that he commands so much attention. Mm-hmm. So those guys on the on on the perimeter get looks, and so when Covington right. is not hitting, when uh, Sarge is not hitting, right. uh, when TLC. Is not hitting Talaraba Cabarro, I think how you how you pronounce his name. Uh, right. Again, Bellinelli so can hit the shooter shots. to work into that system. Is again, be- we're not. If did Bellinelli, was he not a three point champion at one point in time? Or well, he competed highly in that contest. Yeah. I know once, so he he could he can stroke it. Oh yeah, I'm a, I know that. So. Seen it. He's playing. So I'm, with I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give I'm, I'm gonna give the push to uh, the edge to Philly at this point. Well, there you go. But uh, uh, it's gonna take a lot for Detroit. So there was one more crazy one. Joe Johnson was uh, traded as we as we mentioned, mm-hmm. and then subsequently released. Uh, yeah. Or was he bought out? They waived him. Okay, so take released. Money on it. Yeah. Wow. That you know good. how much money he gave him? I don't know. Is it a twenty of twenty millions? No, he's been off his twenty million binge for a minute now. Okay. He still is paid handsomely. Okay. So, so he's going to Houston. Does that help? Yes. Uh, push help. Big time help, little help. Uh, I mean, you still give advantage to the champs being Golden State, but to deal with Golden State, I also I always say you need wings. 
kind of like the deal with Cleveland. You need wings. Right. And so Joe is a big physical wing who can get buckets. And that's the other thing. You got to have a guy that can make the other guys work. And so if Joe can make people work, he helps. I don't know. I mean, I still say the favorite is Golden State. But Houston is stronger for having Joe Johnson. So that's what I was getting ready to say. We've been stepchilding Houston for our reasons, which we've discussed, basically. You got to prove it to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this, you say this helps them a little bit? A little bit, but I'm going to tell Not you. Not over but, the top. But look, it always goes back to this for me. Mm-hmm. I know Joe. I've seen him play being a Hawks fan. Sure. I've seen his best years. Yeah. Okay. I'm seeing James Harden's best years right now. And I can tell you one thing that applies equally to both of them is that they play amazing in the regular season and disappear yeah. in the postseason. So, so you're still not you're still not drinking that Kool Aid. Man, I've seen KD and Steph murk out in the playoffs. I've seen James Harden and Joe Johnson disappear. Okay. I'm going Golden State. That's easy, but it helps them. I mean, if Joe plays like Joe and if James plays like James, then yeah, they they should beat them truthfully, but. Come on, man. Seen it too many times to buy this one. Okay. All right, so we'll move on uh, to some news. Uh, Where do we start? We talked about the trades. How about this one? Early in the week. Unicorn. They're playing Milwaukee. Injury bug. And now uh, he's out for the year. ACL. Yeah. Uh, came down bad on that ankle, on, on that, on that, on, on his surgery, on his, on his, on rehab, rehab. So they were nowhere with him. Unfortunately, they're going to be nowhere without him. You, you agree with that, right? That's easy. Yes. Um, is it, is it bad for the league that the unicorn is out or insignificant? Insignificant. Mm-hmm. Because just for, for well, those reasons that they were nowhere with him, nowhere right, without him. Right, right. But, I you mean, know, New York, they, they take themselves so seriously, I don't know why. That part, man. They've been bad for so long. I don't know why they take themselves so seriously either. What's I, this mystique about the Garden about, man? Like, what, because the Mercs get murked out by <laughs> other teams' players, man? What's going on, man? Well, I get, you know, that mystique is that mystique is very old. I think that's, that mystique goes back to the 70s when, when Walt and Clyde were there. Uh, the Busher, uh, if not mistaken, uh, one Phil Jackson played back. You know, uh, so th- that's, that's when that mystique comes from. Yeah, uh, it's quote unquote the world's most famous arena. We we know New York and New Yorkers. They like right. to puff their chest about, you know, Donald Trump style. Everything's bigger, greater, better, and 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 and, and, and sometimes we know it's not. Right. But uh, so that's just that's just New York style. Uh, like you said, they've been bad so, for I'm counting at least 25 years, yeah, uh, if not longer. Uh, I say 20. Yeah, okay. So in that <laughs> we're in that neighborhood. Yeah. So in that game, as a matter of fact, uh, there was something that was crazy. Did you see? Uh, again, they were playing Milwaukee. Did you see the Greek freaks dunk uh, during that game? Yes. Where he jumped over. Yeah. A man, a human being. Yeah, Tim Hardaway Jr., man. Who? My guy, man. But he, he, he turned around into hell. He didn't know that it was even coming, man. Well, <laughs> Greek Freak said he, he didn't even see him. So, I don't I'm think. I'm sure he didn't. But it was a nice dunk. So, anyways, okay, so that happened. 
what else happened through the week? Oh, we were talking about signings. Uh, uh, you know, there was once an Amika Okafor. Oh, yeah. You remember him? Yep. 2004 second round pick. Uh, excuse me. UConn? Second overall pick uh, by Philly. What's he do? Uh, played well uh, for the Hornets over time. Got traded a couple of times. Yep. Uh, ended up having some herniated discs. Last played in 2013. Uh, last couple of years, he's played in the D League or the G League, as it is called now. Yeah, he's been uh, trying to get back. Does that help? With the Pelicans? Yes. No. So they are... That's nice. I mean, welcome home. But he was just in the G League. I mean, he's an older big man. Who has a older big man's game in a league that doesn't really even use that anymore? He's got a bad back. I like the guy. I've always liked his game. He's always been a solid double double guy and good defender. But he, he it's unfortunately, man, he just doesn't have the tools anymore. Uh, I mean, I, I wish him well, and I hope he does help the Pelicans because they need to pick me up after losing Boogie. But yeah, I can't. I can't see that right now. So thirty-five years old. The addition of the, the addition of Nico last week mm-hmm. and Okafor this week. You saying that combined can't produce what Boogie gave? No, that won't. Mm-mm. And Mecca Okafor is going to play those Amir Osix minutes, meaning he won't play that's minutes. Like he's no not going to minutes. Practice minutes. Uh, okay. He's, he's that in case of emergency break glass kind of guy right now. So okay. if something happens to Nico or Anthony Davis, you break the glass and you break Okafor in. That's about that. So good luck to you, man. I think was it the ten day contract he's on anyway? Uh no, I'm not sure. Let's see, I can figure that out. I, I definitely know he signed. Uh, yeah, ten day contract. Yeah, so he might not even be there after a week and a half. Wow. All right. So get that check, homie, and have, get back in the G League. Keep that steady check. Okay. So I think I think basically what you need to do is if you sign three ten day contracts, they have to sign you for the rest of the year. Yeah. So he's on number one right now. That's right. He's on number yeah. one. So like I said, get the, get that money, man. All right. right so what else home. happened this week? Uh, great game uh, between uh, the world champions and OKC. Ooh. Uh, did you see that game? Nope. You did not see that game. Uh, but you know what happened. Yes, I do. Uh, OKC, without Carmelo, kind of owns the game. Owns the night. Uh, owns the Warriors. Again. Owns the Warriors. What is that? Is that 2-0? Two, 2-0. Two, oh? two. Uh, home oh, wow. court? Like big one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, game. Does that mean anything? Nope. Wow. <laughs> Regular season is good entertainment. Yeah? It means that they felt good for the week, but when you get to the nitty-gritty of the playoffs, the game changes. And what we know about Russell Westbrook and Paul George is they're as talented as anybody on any given night. And sometimes one or both of them are going to go off as atomic bombs, and they can do, can't go wrong. So they're going to have big nights like this, and, and even the Warriors can get got if they don't bring that match that same intensity. So you're saying that what you, you initially you said they were handling and owning the Warriors. You're saying that's regular season. You said that if those two clubs matched up in the playoffs, mm-hmm. you go go you go Warriors. Yeah, because you change the strategies. Then I'm not saying I could be wrong. No, don't get me wrong. Uh, 
OKC is very capable. Mm-hmm. They're very capable. They have Russ, Paul George, and Melo, mm-hmm. and Steven Adams. So they're no joke. Um, but the fact that Golden State has played together, they've won together, like they're they're almost bored with the regular season at this point. This is routine. Let's get to the nitty gritty when you really start bringing out your strategies and X's and O's and get into your real deal sets. I mean, yeah, I agree with that, but I also know that those guys are not fans of each other at this point. True. Mm-hmm. And so I also know that they don't want to just keep getting clowned by these guys and they would like to they, they would like to get a win. Yeah. And so whether or not they're bored when they play Utah, which I think somebody they, they had a couple of crazy losses right. in the last couple of Utah nights. Utah blew them out last yeah, week. Yeah, Utah blew them out. Uh, so those, those times, sure, they're bored there, but they weren't. They were, you you saying they were bored when they played OKC the other night? Not bored. I'm saying that OKC came and did what OKC can do, and Golden State is capable, but they didn't match that intensity and got beat up on again. Right. And if they do that in the playoffs, like I said, OKC is a very capable team. They can beat Golden State in the playoffs. But I just say I would take Golden State because they've played together longer. And I haven't seen OK with this new squad playing any playoff games. So okay, I usually right. go with the champs until you show me otherwise. Them yeah. in San Antonio. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, San Antonio was beaten last night by uh, Golden State. Uh, pretty good game. San Antonio tried. They they were out, they were are without some players. Yeah. Uh, their guards. Uh, definitely Kawhi's been out for quite some time, as we know. Uh, that, that that's going to be interesting to see if Kawhi can come back and what what kind of matchups they they're going to pose in the playoffs because they're definitely going to make the playoffs. Right. But uh, yeah, just if if Kawhi comes back and when he comes back and how he comes back and how he fits in, uh, playoffs going to be dynamite. Playoffs are going to be dynamite. I mean, we got to get we got to get there. We're not quite there. We're not even at the All Star break yet. That's right. next week. But uh, just looking forward. That's that's going to be crazy. All right. So also this week, uh, let's see. Oh, Cleveland, uh, the Cleveland uh, T Wolves game. Uh, I think that was Wednesday night. Did you see that game? The buzzer beater game. Yeah. Well, the blocked and buzzer beater game. Man. Yeah. Uh, I I saw the uh, extended highlights of that. Okay. When I watched the game. Yeah, yeah. I, I I watched it. Uh, Great game, back and forth game. Uh, LeBron comes up with a big block down the stretch, and then was that with one second to go? Yeah. He is, uh, so LeBron being LeBron that, that breaks a Jimmy Butler win streak over personal win streak over LeBron. Right. But as we talked about, Kristen Leitner, uh game winner. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that that, that happened. Uh, last night, a couple of good games. AD had a good game last night. AD is a beast. 44 points, 17 rebounds. They played the Knicks without Porzingis. No, they beat Brooklyn. Uh, excuse me, Brooklyn. That's, uh, uh, that's, okay. Other New York guys. Other New York guys. Uh, Coveted draft pick guys. Keep losing, Brooklyn. Now, uh, excuse <laughs> me, I did get there. So now, with that said, when they played, they the Pelicans played... Uh, the Sixers, I think it was the night before. Uh, Embiid, uh, Embiid had a better night than the Brow. The Brow did not have a big night. Uh-huh. Does that mean anything? Because, like I said, they played Brooklyn. Who does Brooklyn have? Brooklyn doesn't have anybody. Worth there you go. Uh, so what does that does that say anything? I mean, like for example, well, I guess I'll just ask you this question. You got you got first pick. 
You going brow, you going to be. Brow. And you're going that way because uh Brow at this point in the game is a bit better of a shooter from range. He uh he brings all the other things that Embiid does. And he's a little more tenacious on defense. Uh I just like the Brow. You know, they're both unfortunately have been injury prone. Yeah, and I was about to, one more thing on that is that it's pretty close to a push, like, but you know, the, I mean, the, if I had to pick, I'd take AD. I, you know, I like uh, traditional old school, needless to say, basketball, which is always going to go inside out. Now, new school basketball is outside in, correct? For the most part. Yeah. Right. And so now, pick and roll heavy. Both of these guys, pick and pop heavy. Oh yeah, pick and roll, uh, but and, and pick and pop as well. Mm-hmm. But because again, both of these guys are forward centers, correct? Yeah. Uh, but both of them stretch the floor. Both of them go three point range. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, but Embiid, I think he goes to that post, the classic post first. Yeah. He gets down in that post first. And so I, I, I like that about him. Um, yeah, me uh, too. They both shoot the trade ball at a pretty good clip. Anthony Davis is a shy bit better. Uh, a couple of percentage points. We're talking maybe three. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I like it beat. I, I, I like it beat. So I, if you went AD and I, you, you quote-unquote left me with a beat, I think I'd be okay. Yeah, vice versa. But yeah, right, right, right. Either way it goes. Either way it goes. Uh, yeah, some good young things. Else, That's big. what I like about the league right oh, now because oh. you got him, you got Anthony, oh, yeah. you got Embiid, you got Cat, yeah. you got the unicorn right. Porzingis who yes. just went down, you got Boogie who's coming back. Yes. I mean, all these you guys are young. The Joker yes. up in there in Denver, Jokic. I mean, you, uh, got, you got a younger Laurie Markin in it. I mean, you know, oh, yeah. to you know, to a smaller degree. Sure. Uh, statistically behind these guys, but same oh, thing. Giannis, how can yes. I forget the other right, guy? Right, right, yeah. right, right. We just we talked about it. Flying over people on accident. Right. So some young good bigs. Yeah. Only Giannis is probably the the, the poorest of the three points. You know, of those in the yeah. three point. But yeah. other than that, it gives you it gives you everything else. And we're talking everything else. Yeah, so. he's a problem. Yeah, no, there's some great, uh, big, young talent uh, floating out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, in a, uh, something that happened, what, maybe two nights ago, in a, anything you can do, I can do just as well. <laughs> uh, we had your boy, your boy, Dame Lillard. Dame Dollar. Uh, trying to show uh, C.J. McCollum, uh, I, can hit thir- I can hit 50 in three, in three quarters as well. I found that pretty pretty remarkable. Man. You? Uh, absolutely. Um, I find well. Let me say this: I'm not surprised because I I I like Portland. I like Dame Dollar. I like C.J. McCullough. I feel bad that they can't. I mean, as good as both of them are, they play in a conference of Golden State, and they just as good as they are. It's hard to deal with that problem, especially if, without any more help. They were. Campaigning to get Melo to join him out there. He ended up in OKC. But, yeah, it's pretty awesome. 50 points, three quarters, not playing the fourth at all. A week after uh, CJ did it. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So, where are they in the playoff hunt? 
day, I think, like eight. So it's even fifth. Okay, so yeah. how far can they go? Are they are, are past the second round, into the second round? Well, let's look at it like this. If the playoffs were to start today, they play the Minnesota Timberwolves. So in a 4-5 matchup. Who you go with there? Man, I'd probably go Minnesota. Yeah. Once again, too many guns. Like CJ and and uh, and uh, Dame Dollar. That's two, and they got how many guys in Minnesota? Yeah. So it's a numbers game. They Even though they don't use else. all of them, they do have a bunch of them. All right, two more quickers before we get out of here and get to the Did You Click It's. Uh, we kind of skipped over uh, on the unicorn situation. Mm-hmm. You know, he was replaced, and he was he was an all star. Right. So he was replaced by Kimba Walker, right. the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. Uh, your thoughts on that? Snub. Uh, by. I, I would have gone with uh, Simmons, Ben Simmons, out of Philly. You know, not uh, that notice to, to Kimba, but hey, well, man, he's not even in the playoffs. Ben Simmons been a starting point guard for a play a team that's in the playoffs. I got to give it to that guy. Yeah, I, you know, he was as, as I as I mentioned in probably what week two of the NBA season, uh, I thought that Simmons. Uh, should be an all-star. I still think that, but I looked at their numbers side by side. Kimba's just a smidgen better. He plays a little bit more minutes. He averages a little bit more points. Uh, On a losing team. Correct, on a losing team. But, you know, in in the NBA... I mean, 10 games under 500. No, no, I got you. They don't reward bad behavior. Well, (laughs) the thing about that in the NBA, what they do reward are numbers, number one, and then they also reward... Uh, uh, longevity on some on, on certain circumstances. Yeah, and so, I know. he's been there. Right, right. It. Simmons has system is political. Right, and he'll, Simmons will have time to make the All Star game. Blah blah blah. Is what yeah, they talk man, about. But again, it does, does it make it correct? I don't think so. I don't think so. But anyway, snub for me. All right. So the last one, real quick, was uh, the other night uh, in Toronto's win. I can't remember who they beat, but uh, Toronto is coached by uh, what? Dwayne Casey, I think is his name. Yes. And he becomes the first coach in Toronto history to reach 300 wins. Uh, big deal, little deal, no deal. A big deal. I mean, 300 wins is a lot of wins. He did it in Toronto, which isn't exactly a team known for winning on a large level, but he's kept pulling in wins over the years, so good for him. I like Dwayne Casey. I feel like he's helped change them around, and once again, I would like to see – Toronto pushing and get out of the East this year. I think that'd be pretty cool. So big ups to Dwayne Casey, uh, Kyle Lowry. No locker room incidents in the playoffs this time, please. And uh, let's see if Demar Derozan can keep up this All Star pace. So there's a whole, well, there's two. They got two All Stars. Not mistaken, yeah, right? Kyle Lowry. Yeah. No, yeah, there, there are two of. They're doing up two of. There's a whole bunch of us that hope that uh, Toronto can finally get over that hump, but we'll have to see. We the north. Let's see it. All right, so we get to our famous. Did you click it segment? I got a few. You have a few. We know what it is. You peruse the internet. I peruse the internet. We look at tantalizing headlines. Tantalizing. Uh, we bring them to each other's attention through the week, and then we bring them to the show at the end of the week. Uh, we'll get right into it. You said you had a, uh, something on uh, Mr. Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. This one's from uh, LakerNation.com. Paul Pierce makes recruiting pitch to Paul George to sign with Lakers as a free agent. 
interesting. When you uh, said Paul Pierce, I was thinking it was going to be about another situation. Mm -hmm. I didn't expect that. So, uh, did you click it, sir? Yes, I did. And you found out? Well, let, let me set it up first. So, I clicked this because Paul Pierce is obviously a Celtic legend. So, I found it odd that he would be recruiting someone to play for the Lakers. Which is why I was saying I didn't think you were going there. So, yeah, that's why I clicked it. But you got to remember Paul Pierce is a Southern Cal guy. Yeah. Lives in L.A., from yeah. L.A. I mean, if he, he had an honest moment with it, I'm sure he would say he would have much rather preferred to play for the Lakers than Boston just growing up in L.A. He probably naturally hated the Celtics on some level. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's neither here nor there. So, yeah, it's basically he, he said uh, that – he would like Paul George to sign there, and if he could talk to him, he'd be happy to show uh, Paul around. Um, it's known that Paul George likes to go fishing, and he say, I could show you some great lakes if you want to go fish. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. A Celtic recruiting for the Lakers. So, okay. That purple and gold is kind of serious, man. All right. Uh, you said you had one on a one Irvin Magic Johnson. Good old magic. Uh, this one's from Yahoo Sports. I, think uh, the I saw N this one. The NBA fine Magic Johnson 50K for saying something nice about Giannis, a.k.a. the Greek freak. So, yeah, uh, I, I saw that myself. Did you click that, sir? Yeah, I had to click that. Mm -hmm. I, as well, let me see. Yeah, I, I did click it because I wanted to know what they were talking about. Right. Because I, 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 you said the headline. What did your headline read? Said that Magic was fine, fifty k for saying, saying something, something nice. nice. Yeah, no, I, the the one I it, it didn't say it didn't end in saying something nice, but for uh, comments made about Giannis, which uh -huh. is what they talked about. So you said you did click it, right? I clicked mine. What'd you come up with? Well, okay, I'm gonna read this quote. Basically, what Magic said. Yeah, so this is Magic. Okay, with his ball handling skills and his passing ability, his being the Greek freak. Right, he plays above the rim. I never could do that, but in his understanding of the game, his basketball IQ, right. his creativity of shots yes. for his teammates, that's where we had the same thing. Can bring it down, make a pass, make a play. I'm just happy he's starting in the All-Star game because he deserves that. He's going to be like an MVP, a champion. This dude, he's going to put Milwaukee on the map, and I think he's going to bring them a championship one day, end quote. Right. Now, I, I read that same quote, and I kept trying to read it further in the article to figure out why they fined him uh -huh. $50,000 because it was a, basically a tampering charge. Right. How did, he t how did Magic tamper? I mean, most don't believe he did, but it seems you're not allowed to to say anything about another team's player that's under contract. And so that's they took the very strong line. He, he tampered earlier with uh, Paul George, so they already got hit with that. I think they just said, hey. Well, the Paul George thing, he was on Jimmy Kimmel, and, and he, that was a little different than saying, yes, he's a good player and he'll do well for his team. Uh-huh. He was on Jimmy Kimmel with the wink and nod. and Right. That was, he, that was he earned, different. Yeah, he earned one and he low-key low earned another one because they went by the letter of the law. They prosecuted. I mean, they said, literally, you can't talk about another team's player. So. Well, basically, to me, they fined him for nothing. Man, they he, wanted 50K, he, man. He caught one. He they, caught one. Yeah. All right. All right, so you had another one about Kobe Johnson. Uh, Kobe Johnson. Kobe, Kobe Bryant, Bryant, my favorite player. Everyone's favorite player, right? No. 
Definitely not mine. I was joking. All right. I already know. Uh, Kobe uh, from ESPN. Would Kobe draft LeBron or Shaq in the new All-Star game format? Would Kobe draft mm-hmm. who? LeBron or Shaq in the current NBA All-Star format. All right. I didn't see that. I definitely would not have clicked that. Did you click that? I clicked it. And you and you came up with? Well, it was a Jamel Hill interview with Kobe. Oh, wow. Wow. Is she still with ESPN? Uh, Just in a different capacity, I think, right? I think so. Yeah. All right, but go ahead. So anyway, uh, I clicked it, and uh, ultimately Kobe said he would take LeBron. And she kind of framed it by being at the time when Shaq went to Miami. And so he, she framed it in that context of time. So that was basically after him and Shaq had all the beef. Oh, like Shaq the Kyrie situation? Out. Kind of comparing it to exactly. that? Exactly. Not as they were teammates. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. So there was already some animosity there. So you know how that goes. Yeah. So he said, take LeBron and yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. It was a uh, half worth a click. It's the Mamba, so, you know, why okay. not? Uh, and last but not least, you said you had one about LeBron James. Yeah, I saw another interesting one on Fox Sport. You know how that goes. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, I don't know. To, to me, their news is, quote, unquote, fair and balanced. But they're, 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 their sports are pretty, they're, they're okay. They, they bring sports pretty, pretty, pretty down a bit, I'd say. So, could LeBron James take a year off? Could LeBron do what? Could LeBron James take a year off was the headline. Okay. Did you click said headline? Man, heck yeah, I clicked that. That, that was pretty outrageous. I could have not click that. It was it's so clickable, I just had to click it. I, I click it twice. I, see, like to me, he's not going to take a year off. And of course he could. Yes, we know. So I wouldn't click it. But you clicked it and came up with what? Um, came up with a video calling Coward of a uh, Cowherd. Oh, see. Right there. Yep. Go ahead. Keep see, going. See, this, see, you got baited in. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, I, you got baited in. <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> Guilty as charged. Uh, so I got baited in. Like yeah, Callan Cowherd, he yeah, said it what? was him. And he was basically suggesting that uh, it's feasible and probably a good idea for LeBron to take a year off. And he essentially said that LeBron's probably bored. Um, and that yeah, he was just suggesting that hey, maybe he should do it. LeBron or not LeBron, Mike took two or not two, took a break twice in his career. And mm-hmm. maybe he might do LeBron some good at uh extending his career. Um uh, he took a break. You buying any of it? Do I buy that he's gonna do it? Could do it, would do it, should do it. Anything. Any Ooh. of it. You you did um, any part of that. You know, at this point I'm I'm kinda Tired of trying to figure out what LeBron's going to do. Truthfully, it might help him. I mean, look, we just talked about it. Even with this current squad, he's not he's not beating Golden State. That's just like that's just how I feel. So he's a he hasn't committed to coming back next year. Could he like just not sign and pick up with somebody at some point? Sure. No, no, okay. So Should we know again. It? We and know. Then he... Let's get at this too. One more thing. He plays a lot of basketball. He's played a lot of basketball. He got banged up tonight. You see, he's getting older. If he if he said he wanted to shut it down for a year and come back in another year, rejuvenate it. I wouldn't be mad at it. I should. I wouldn't even care, man. I'm hoping to 
my team can make a move to get out of the East. So if he wants to go away, I kind of welcome it, to be honest. Yeah, but if the question is, can he? Of course he can. He can do what he wants. But right. will he? No, he's not. Oh, I doubt and, it. And even if he can or can't, if his team can or can't get by Golden State, him taking a year off, I don't see that helping in any way. Uh, so, okay, that, that's my take on that. It might help him rest his body, but, you know, that's all I'm saying. That's about it. All right, so, all right. All right. So I clicked it, man. It was tempting. I got. What, you. what can I say? I got. You. I don't necessarily believe in it, but it made me think about something I hadn't thought about previously. All right, all right. So how about you? Uh, I know you said you saw something on Lou Williams. Oh yeah, Lou Williams signs a three-year extension. I saw it a couple places. Uh, ESPN. I saw it on Yahoo. Mm-hmm. It surprised the heck out of me because I I was thinking that. Uh, well, the headline again was Lou Williams signs a three-year extension with the Clippers. Everyone knows that. Uh, He's had a great year. I was calling for him to be an all-star. Didn't quite make it. Uh, But I I was thinking that they were were on that process situation by getting rid of Blake. We know Chris Paul left earlier uh, before the year started. uh, And they signed him. Uh, Some say it it could be maybe a a, a ploy, a a, a little carrot. To uh, try to lure LeBron, our coverage not all the way bare here in LA, right? And you don't have to deal with the ball situation, right? He can get so, buckets on his own. Yeah, he can get buckets on his own. He can help you get buckets, right? Uh, so yeah, that was that was that was an interesting headline. I thought. Uh, pretty sure you saw that because we talked about it. Yeah, Lou Williams, Lou Williams, uh, three years, twenty four million. So in today's climate, that's a pretty good deal on the guy that's that's currently averaging 23, 24 points a game. Oh well, I mean, he's still a bench player at this point. I mean, mm-hmm. He's one of the best, if not the best, player coming off the bench. But right, uh, he can get buckets. So yeah, I I, I saw I thought that'd be pretty uh, saw that to be pretty interesting that they re-signed him after after trading Blake. Well, what else we got? I think he said something about Robert Parrish. Yeah, I saw. The chief. <laughs> yeah, actually not a chief. You know, I I, I, I saw I, him at Maggiano's once. Er, okay, here in Atlanta, of course. Here, uh, early early in Chief's career, of course, he was a Celtic, and so at that time, I was not a Celtic fan. And so when Par- when Parrish did was doing his thing, which he could do his thing out there, yeah. offensively and defensively, yeah. I wasn't a big fan. Later on, he became a bull and a world champion as a bull. So. Sure I was did. with the chief all the way. But anyways, the headline said that, uh, quote, Robert Parrish, Paul Pierce is the best offensive player in Boston Celtic history. Uh, again, I saw that on NBA.com. Uh, I found that article to be very tantalizing. <laughs> Long live the chief. And so I ended up clicking it. Uh, I, I don't know if I agree with... Uh, the chief there, uh, by the numbers, Paul Pierce has more points as a Celtic, but uh, points per game, uh, Bird has five more points per game, uh, almost five, than than uh, Paul Pierce. Dun, dun, dun. Paul Pierce had a longer career uh, uh, with the Celtics. Much of that was because Bird got hurt, you know, bad back yeah. late in his career. So uh, should arrested it, more. Parrish won what? Two, if not three, titles with Bird? Three, I think. So same thing. In in his in his uh if as you mentioned earlier, in his honest moment with himself, I d I don't know if Robert Parrish wouldn't take that statement back. 
I just, I mean, I, I, I just think There's so. No I mean, for him to say that. That's the thing, because he, he said he felt the three greatest Celtics players would have Lachek, yeah. Bird, right, and Pierce. Pierce, and right. He said on that that list, he puts Pierce at the top of it. He Absolutely, he just left it at I believe those are the three best scores and left it there. But he took it to that next step. Oh, he took it all three. the way. He said he he felt he was more creative. He felt he was right. a better scorer. Right. Uh, and so because of those two things, it, that put him on top of the list. So again, I mean. That, I respect his opinion because he's a champion. He played with Bird <laughs> himself, um, and he's played at a level I've never played. So I respect his opinion. I think I, I kind of disagree, man. Bird was Bird. Yeah, I, I, I disagree as well. It was interesting that he said that. Yeah. I, I, to me, sometimes some of those statements are just made because it's a, he's the star of the moment. It, yeah, you so know. He, but anyways, maybe he does feel that way. Yeah, he might. Like yeah. I said, he played with him. Maybe he does feel that way. All right. Well, um, did you click it? You said something about the dunk contest that you did or didn't click. Yeah. It caught your eye at no, least. No, no, no. I clicked. I clicked. Uh, and I wanted to talk to you about it. Uh, it's a uh, did you click it that I got from ESPN.com. Uh, and the headline says, uh, on this date, February 6, 1988. MJ Neat complete compete in epic slam dunk contest. Mm-hmm. Now you and I are mm-hmm. Bulls and Hawks fans, respectfully, respectively, whatever, each whatever. How do we say that? Mm-hmm. Uh, we debated this dunk contest over and over again. We probably watched and rewatched it uh, a million times. Man, you said the date. I already knew where you were going with this. Uh, this is source spot. You know this. So you defend your boy. I still say well, tell I still what the click it was the first. Well, then that was what it was. You know what it was. It was uh, basically MJ. You know, scores the fifty uh, on the last dunk of the contest. He and Neek went battle. They they went back and forth. It was in Chicago Stadium, uh, and some people say Neek got robbed. I'm not one of those people. The the people that I hear say he got robbed are. Here, usually here in Atlanta, uh-huh. which is understandable. Yep. Uh, you were one of those people that have told me that. Look, man, it's a lot. Of, it was a, this is a 1988 sure. slam dunk contest, right? Air Jordan is like Air Jordan. Sure, he was, but don't right. front now. Hold on. At that time, Dominique Wilkins was the human highlight film. True, but he didn't have that. that man, you know what the Air Jordan. In '88, Mike yeah. had no titles. It wasn't about the title. He had the shoes. He had like Mike came in so hard, but and I, and that last dunk, he did the free throw line. He got the fifty points. But I'm sorry, Dominique's dunk was better than the free throw line in that case. First of all, the free throw line was he did he won it with the same dunk the previous year. He didn't even get creative. Let me just recycle this. Man, we we seen that Nick brought some funk, some power. His dunk was better than the free throw line dunk on that situation. He was robbed. MJ was in Chicago. So you know they loved that. I mean, it was... You know what it is, man. You like, know, I understand your point of view, but you know, sometimes fan is short for fanatic. And I'm fanatical about my Hawks sometimes to the point of delusion. I know this about myself. 
Oh no! Actually, I thought you were throwing shade there because I, I, you know, I know I become fanatical myself about that. That's why. Now, I now, with that said, though, my, my only my only take on that, I, I we've I've watched that dunk contest. Oh, I don't know, millions of times, you know, uh, and I've analyzed each, like you said, the first round, second right. round. You know, they had each had about four or five dunks, and they were all monster dunks. Yeah. Uh, Mike had one when he came in, leaning in, pumping. It was. Trust me, I know that. I, I, I wish we had video that we could show to the fans. We'll just, 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 just the dunks. But my, my my take on it was that Dominique's last dunk was a fifty. Mike's last dunk was a fifty. Because again, you don't come from the free. Th- everyone's not coming from the free throw line. True. Dribbling, you know, Doc Doctor J when he did it, he ran the whole way. Yeah. You know, Michael was playing. He he made a basketball play on the on, on the rim. Uh to me, they were both fifties. I think they gave Dominique a forty-seven or forty-eight, yeah. which I think I think there was a slight no. They, there's got to be a winner, and it's, the winner's gonna more than more often than not in the NBA historically, the winner's gonna come from the town that the the game is played in, if if at all possible, correct? If possible. Yeah. So the only the only slight I would give, I would have given Dominique a forty-seven on that last one. I would have given him maybe a forty-nine and Mike a fifty, but he didn't get robbed. He didn't get robbed because I mean that's 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 taken away from what Mike did, sure. and there's no way that one can do that or should do that, in my opinion. In my fanatical opinion, hey, you fanatical like I am, man. Right, that's why that's why I wanted to bring that up <laughs> last. Agree to you. disagree on this one. Yeah, right, no, no, we no, always do. We always do. We yeah, always do. Mean, we always do. But, but like I can say I don't think I don't think he got robbed. I don't think he got robbed. I, like I think he got somebody had to win. And it was in Chicago. Sure. So who else is going to It was Air Jordan. And again, he wasn't like he gave you some dunk that he, he missed three times and finally got it. Exactly. Yeah, he gave you a dunk. Now, again, it. should they have given Dominique a 40? I think it was a 47 that last hey, one. Man, you know. He could have gave him a 49. They lost by one. You coupled this up with the fact when this happened, I was like, what, 88? Like, eight, nine years old. So uh, I'm emotional about this thing. I got you. That's why Kim, I wanted to. My little, my little boy dreams, man. My favorite player winning the dunk contest. That's why I wanted to end the show. That's why I wanted to end the show on that. Not to give you, not not to give you, <laughs> not to give you, not to give you a bad taste out of your mouth, but just to have something that we, a, a, a debate that we've talked about over and over again. And uh, to me, I, sneaks, I don't care what anybody says. That's what I'm getting ready to say. The, the beauty of it is, to me, you'll never be right, and to you, I'll never be right. And that, again, that's how we started this. Uh, uh, Kind of podcast, just two two hoop heads talking about hoop, and uh, often we agree, but more often than not, we disagree. So that's gonna wrap it up, man, for this week. Uh, a crazy week. We went over the trades, we went over the signings, we went over big scoring opportunities. Uh, we did your did your clickets. Uh, Doc, tell the people where we can be found. We are on YouTube, Doc and GM NBA Review. And also on SoundCloud, Doc and GM NBA Review. So check us out. That's what's up, man. In fact, so once again, for my man, the Doc, I'm GM, and we are out. Later. You still there, man? <laughs>